What's good, everybody? This is episode. What episode is this? Four. Welcome four. to Freedom Talk Podcast, episode four. We clapping our hands. Let's go. Let's get it. Y'all know what it is. We got a really sensitive topic, but I think we really, 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 really need to hit on it. We need to talk about it, and we need to get as much information as we can. So this is not going to be a topic that we just think that we got all the answers, but we want to open up the dialogue and have, you know, open context and try to figure out, you know, what we can do. But before we do that, we celebrate everything, right? Before we introduce ourselves, we're going to introduce Holy Spirit. Reggie, they don't hear us. Go ahead and play it, because they're not. Shut up. Yeah. Oh. I'm on the violin over here. Come on, the girl at a cup. I'm gonna drop the beat now. Hey! They don't hear you. He's alright. He's alright. He's alright. Come on, come on. It's that beat drop for me. <laughs> They're not ready. Doing a dug, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this, they they not ready. They, yeah, right. they, woo, I just felt it. I just felt it. All right, y'all, let's go. <laughs> it's so churchy. Oh, yes, but y'all know what it is. Freedom Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Taylor, pastor of Free People Church in Lufkin, Texas. Let's go. What's good, everybody? Let's introduce yourselves, guys. What, who are you? Where are we starting at? Let's go. It's your boy, Lamarcus Goodwin. <laughs> hey, it's Reggie Williams. And it's Zephaniah Antoine. Shazam. Shazam. I feel like he should have been on Space Jam. Shazam. I feel like he should clap his hands. Like, like no, right? <laughs> so let's let's dive in, guys. Suicide. Mm. I think this is something that we don't talk about a lot, mental health in church, because we demonize everything. And and although it is a spirit, I do believe it is a spirit, but I think there's conversation that needs to be surrounded around mental illness. And can we just uh, uh, normalize saying that it's real and it happens Facts in church, right? True. Um, so particularly mental illness, talking about suicide as a Christian, um, dealing with suicide, suicide, I can't talk suicidal thoughts. Have you guys, first of all, have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Facts. Wow. Come on, open it up. Like to, give a short version. Give us like, what was your oh, thought process? How uh, did you get there? Like, what's I, I mean, that was me because right after I graduated high school, you know, majority of the time, like most people are like searching for themselves because, you know, when you get to high school, life just hits you. You know, you go to college, everything's on the change, and then like one day, like after everything was going on, I just got so overwhelmed. Like I sat on the, sat on the my floor. I was like, I'm about to go to the kitchen. I'm about to get a knife. I'm about to kill myself. And as I was getting to stand up, like God literally just came in and just it was crazy. But like it. It got so bad because of I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt like I didn't have everything that I needed, and it just like it overwhelmed me so much. So I felt like the only only, only way I had out was to kill myself. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Zell? Uh So I would say the age of sixteen. At the age of sixteen, like I had a lot going on. Um, uh, how can I go about it? So. This is what happened. Um, age of 16, um, my parents split up, and um, it was just it was just outrageous. It was just a lot going on, <clears throat> and had a lot of pressure on me. Um, felt like I I I didn't have what somebody else had. You know, it just, it just felt like as if I couldn't amount to um, like how you could say. It felt like I couldn't amount to uh, people's expectations ever, 
Now, I grew up in a church, and they had high expectations. And it was as if I was the kid that had to be perfect. So when I would mess up, I would feel like I was nobody. Mm. You feel me? And so, like, for everybody to see me as a perfect kid, you can never be nothing less than perfect. And so uh, that brought me to a place of thinking, like, man, if I mess up, am I going to be... um, Am, am I less than? Am, am I nothing? Uh, do I have to keep this same title of being, you know, heroic or whatever? You know, and um, it was just tiring me out to the point of like, um, like, like, who's going to rescue me out of this thing? You feel me? Yeah. Marcus, what about you? So suicide hit different for me. Yeah. So basically, so my daddy died from suicide. Wow. So what took me to this spot was me and my daddy was at the peak of our relationship and he took his life. Mm. So I was like, dang, I might as well go and take mine because you done took something. He, like, he left. So he, when he killed himself, it made me feel like I needed to do that too because that's who I looked up to. Jeez. You know what's crazy? I've never had suicidal thoughts, but I think I've dealt with some form of depression. And I think part of me realizing that I dealt with some form of depression is saying that I didn't have any issues, right? Until I went to a psychiatrist and says, no, you're dealing with some level of depression. My religious brain said, the devil is a liar. <laughs> I don't deal, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. that's a form of depression and, and, until I owned it and realized that what I was going through. Well, and because, watch this, all depression doesn't lead to suicide, yeah. right? And just because I'm, I feel the way doesn't mean that I want to take my life, right? It can if, if it's left unattended to. And I think one of the biggest things as Christians is not just suicide, but suicidal and being a Christian because, let's just be honest, especially in African-American churches, we're confident right we don't deal with suicide but now you got black people mm-hmm. killing themselves you ain't never seen this rape before like this and True. the crazy thing is it says not even just black people but like black men according black to black men statistics it literally says what is it? it's five times five black men I mean not black men but men in general are five times more likely to kill themselves than women jeez yeah. Yeah. Black men in general, so like I, it's, it goes to show that there there has to be some type of conversation, and maybe we spark that conversation by saying, "Okay, like what's good? Like what's up? What can we do?" I think sometimes we get so spiritual and deep that we don't we don't ask how you doing today. Yeah. True, like we just don't do it. Like so, what do you got? Uh, let, let's just let's be honest. As a black man, what is some stuff that you wish you had, or some things that you need? You know. Um, to prevent that from happening, what takes you to that place of depression or suicidal thoughts or just a dark place? Um, really guidance. So yeah. I lost my daddy at fifteen. Yeah. So what sends me like as now I'm a husband and all I got a family and all that, like sometimes I get de- depressed now, sometimes oh, I wouldn't say that, but it's just having guidance on like the knowledge to Learn how to take care of your family. Tries to creep up on. Yeah, yeah. tries to creep yeah. up. So that's what basically, that's what, to my perspective of it. Yeah, and the back there, like, off when Marcus was saying, like, I lost my daddy when I was 24. Mm. Like, I lost my daddy, but he, like, my dad died for a whole different reason. But, mm. like, that was, like, the person I went to. Like, anytime I had something going on, he was the person that I called, like, I talked to. And when he, when he, when, you know, when he passed away, like, it made, it changed my whole mindset. I didn't know what, like, I lost myself for a long time. Like, I was in church heavy and everything, and all of a sudden, like, when he left, it just went, and that hit, like, I wasn't depressed, but it was just, like, a heaviness just hit me, and, like, I I didn't know what to do with it, and I was like, I can't 
like I'm getting tired of carrying this weight. And the only other thing I can think of, I was like, man, I, I'm about to kill myself. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't depressed, but it was just like, bro, that's great. Like, I just. Yeah. I feel like it gets too heavy. Yeah. It's just, that's what it is. Like, the like you just can't take it. Yeah. Like, you don't know what to do. Like, it's just. Did y'all know that suicide is the second leading cause of death from that's, the ages of 10 to 34? Yeah, I believe that's, that's all crazy. of our age range. Right. That's crazy. And in 2020, it was 12, so it didn't shut up. It shot up. From, yeah. 10, from 10 to 34, it is the second cause of death. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Suicide. And the suicide attempts, not even just the fact that you tried to yeah. kill yourself. In, in 2020, it was 1.2 1. million. 1. So imagine what, is, what it is now. So it's probably million. like 1.5. Like, like it's and and these these are deaths by suicides by people shooting like we just got over Twitch. Well, we really ain't over Twitch, you know. Oh, the yeah. Ellen from Ellen from the Ellen Show that that black guy that killed himself. And the crazy thing was the day before him and his wife, beautiful family, was doing this dope TikTok. And the story goes on. Um, and I don't know everything verbatim, but from my memory, he leaves the house, goes to a hotel up the street from his house, goes into the bathroom, kills himself, leaves a suicide note to his family. What would drive a man, a person, to kill themselves? Like, I think, let's just be honest. I think as black men, we don't talk. Yeah, That's it. No, we we don't, don't talk. And don't. then when growing up, we was told to don't, don't be say tough. nothing. That's a, be that's tough. a detriment. Suck it out. Like that's a fact. We don't cry. We don't, we don't talk about our emotions. Be quiet. Don't do that. No, that's we don't talk. Exactly. We, we don't cry. Because if you, let's just, this is a real honest podcast. If you cry, you gay. Yeah. If you if you whine and tell the teacher you're gay, or soft, if you which relates to gay, right? I think that's why I got so many whoops. And that's exactly why I was different. You was and then watch this, and then they punk you into. Then you definitely want to tell them uh, uh, when you got active sexually. God forbid you're a virgin and you're in ninth grade. Something wrong with you. What you real? Something wrong with you. The people I hung around. You ain't. So I got. Something wrong with you. They want you to scratch you when you're in grade. Oh, you're <laughs> Something you. is wrong with you. So I got a question. Could it be? Could it be that one of the causes of suicide in the African American community is caused because of us? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. How we I beat agree. each other, and we tell each other that you're not this because you ain't done this, or you're not that because you don't have that. We're trying to measure up to society instead of being yeah. who God has called us to be. Yeah. Man, we don't talk. Like that, we feel like there was no way. Out. So I got a question: How do you guys cope when you're going through a dark season? What is your? Don't give me no fake answer. I want your real, honest answer. How do you cope in a dark season? My wife. I was just about to say my wife. My wife. My wife is my go-to when I when things start wow. getting heavy. I'm like, babe, hey, I like I need you like to thug it out, like, bro. And like, you're open and honest with I'm, her, man. What my wife knows everything. everything. What stuff that. Since birth, like I can remember, yeah, you, like you I talk told about her, it all. I had to. Yeah. If not, I was gonna. Me and my wife would have been divorced by uh, by wow. now. Because me, I'm a type of person I hold and I'm angry. Yeah, you you had. And to. then and then what? Yeah. Lo- who knows what anger um leads you to? What about you, Zell? How do you cope with? For it? me, I usually call my father. Yeah. And so, like, to get some wisdom to see what some clarity because you know, you know, he's one of these people. Like, he's like my best friend. You feel me? And so, like, I know I can come to him, and he ain't, he ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, you talk to your dad. Yes. So, let me. I'm, I'm gonna spin the block real quick. I think for me, one of the depressing seasons was me growing up, not realizing that I wasn't like everybody else. Yeah. Um, 
because it's not cute to be called anointed when you're 15. You know what I mean? Like, you're special. You're different. I don't want to be different. That's part I, of the reason why. I right? I want to yes. be like them. Why I can't do this? And why? I, exactly. And I didn't realize. And it had really nothing to do with me being a PK kid. It was the fact that I was different. I just didn't know how to live in my different being. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know how and why God would choose me until I was older. And some days I still de- I still deal with it because I, to be honest with you, I I don't have a regular life. Ain't nothing about my life normal. I can't do what everybody else do. I'm like, dang, I ain't never been to a club. What am I missing? I ain't never had this. I ain't never done that. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like in parts because I didn't do a lot of this stuff, I just wilded out when I got in here when I could. I just start <laughs> just going crazy here, going and and. Because of that can drive you to a place of depression that can True. lead to suicide. True. I thank God yeah. for keeping me, but it's not me the case too. for everybody. Can True. we just have a praise break and just thank God for keeping oh, she, us? Me. Somebody sure, watching sure. right now, they just need, I'm serious. You just like, need to thank God woo. for keeping. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. All right. He's a keeper. I'll just tell you right now, he's a keeper. I want to I I I end with this. Uh, y'all ready? So I read a story the other day. Um, this was on Instagram and on Facebook, and I don't know who y'all know who Six Hundred Breezy is. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Six Hundred Breezy, uh, dating this girl. I guess his real name is Antonio, and um, this is what she said. She left him a note in a text message. This just happened. She says, "I'm just tired, baby. I was dealing with these thoughts before you met me. I was just waiting for the right time. This is my third time writing you this for real. It's nobody's fault. I've been tired a long time. I gave up a long time ago. I do it. I do a good job of hiding it." Right now, as I'm writing this, I'm remembering us happy, looking at our videos, imagining how beautiful of a bride I would have been. It's 5 p.m. here, and the bridge is actually nice. I wish I wish we could have came here together. Um, some homeless people sprinkling in, but it's not too many. I'm thinking about how, and she kept going on. Watch this, y'all. I want to get to the end of this. This is what messes me up. At the end of this text message, she says, I love you, Antonio. I pray I get to love you in a better life where I'm a better version of me. You deserve that much. And she jumps off the bridge. That's crazy. What would drive a human to, first of all, text and then do it? Like, I, I'm speak like, well, let's be real. Don't give me no scripture at this point. I don't want to hear your, I'm praying for you. You know what I mean? Like, what would drive a person to feel like their life is over because of their circumstance? Like, what? Like, what would y'all do? Like, how can I help? That's what. That's what I want to know. Give them the suicide hotline. They not calling. They not calling. Like, what? (laughs) I mean, what do you do? That's. I'm like, really? Like, how can I help? How can you help? And and the, the I think. This is me. The most heartbreaking thing was not the fact that she did it. It was the fact that she sent this and planned it. Like, I'm literally reading your funeral while you're planning to kill yourself. Like, what? Yeah. How do you? And then watch this. Not only is she gone, but now we got to pray for him. Yeah. Because he going to be. What could I? Dang, now it's my fault. You start guilt tripping yourself, right? I will say this. I will say this. Suicide, okay, what nobody say the spirit of suicide and depression is a spirit. And yeah, the Bible yo, says that we thanks. wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is why people that when they do that, why, and there is no judgment, right? Everybody's life is beautiful, even if they don't think it is. But there is no judgment. I will say this. It is a spirit. And unless we understand the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they cannot be fought with pills. 
Yeah. Cannot no. be fought with drinking. This is why a lot of people no. get high and drink and they try to drink their problems away. You can't do it like that. Makes the Bible says if the weapons of a warfare are not corner, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, every thought I make it subject to the obedience of Christ so that I don't think like that. Now, here's the truth. The truth is we're not exempt from suicidal thoughts. Yeah. No. We're not like we life happens. Life be life and, and we're not exempt. But I think be, I would say this. My prayer life has kept me from killing myself. Yeah, definitely. Facts. And on top of that, outside of my prayer life, com- this conversation and with, being around know, people talking my, like real Yo, people. If you ain't Marcus, somebody just talk. Can y'all touch on how important it is to be around in, in 30 seconds before we close out? How important it is to be around people that you can vent to without judgment? Yeah, like it's that's everything it's to have somebody you can just open to and be like, hey. And not even just vent to about just suicide, just anything in Tell general. Tell them everything. Like, hey, I'm struggling. Life. You know, I'm struggling with my Doing sexuality. Life. I'm struggling everything. with, uh, you know, I'm about to go make this move. Everything. I want to go sell drugs. Anything. Like, All just be it. open and, like, it's no judgment. No and judgment. And the first thing after you do try and give me advice, it's not, well, the Lord said, I don't want to no, hear all that, no, bro. No, like, no. talk to me. And be real. Be don't like, don't hey, tell man. me what the Lord says. Show me the yeah. Lord. Show, in you. Like, be open. Like, <laughs> yeah. In your kindness. Like, like that's <laughs> that's where my mess up came up at when I was younger. Like yeah. every time I'd be like, hey, you know, why is this going on? Why am I doing this? Or why is that going on? The first thing they say is, well, you need to repent. Oh, I'm not trying to hear you tell me mm. repent right now. No, be, no, 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 tell no. me why. And it, it, not only tell me why, explain to me when you was in a situation like why I was in I just need you know? to know how to get out. Yeah, yeah exactly. or just hug me. Most <laughs> people just want to have, like with me, me going through where y'all was just there to just talk, just yeah. listen. So that's that's all it is. Like just having somebody to just hear you out helps you not go forward with stuff. Mm-hmm. True. Not saying, oh, you don't need to do this and all this, and like I said, go to the Bible and all this. Just, bro, we love you and all this. Just so basically, your surroundings. Your if you have people to talk to, talk to them. If if they solid, rock with them. That's it. Everybody needs an outlet. Every man, especially. Every I mean, man. Oh my God, you need. You need an outlet. You feel me? Thanks. Like, if you got a go-to person yeah. to talk to yep. and just vent, yep. and that person be trustworthy, you like, I mean, like, well, no I'm judgmental and, no, you know, not with all the high spiritual stuff. They just straight up. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, go to that person. Like, need please. need an outlet. Everybody needs it. So, as we wrap this up, um, we're going to end this one a little bit differently. Um, I know we mentioned the suicide hotline, but someone may need it. I know there's a number that you can dial. It's just simply 988, and it'll take you to a lifeline, and it'll connect you with somebody. So, if you're watching and listening to this podcast, well, you can't watch us, but you can hear us. If you're listening to this podcast, you can dial 988. It will connect you to somebody, and I pray that connects you to somebody that, that will tell you something that your soul and your spirit needs to hear. But before we log off, we just want to pray and cover all men, every person um, those of you that are dealing with depression and, and you have, you're having no thoughts of suicide and people have told you everything and nothing is working. We're going to pray that God gives you a peace. So let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for your peace. We pray that whoever this podcast touched, this episode touched, God, that you would just be a counselor, that you would be a therapist, that you would just be a friend. Help them in their darkest hour and give them hope, God. Give them provision for what they cannot see. Give them a future, God. Give them just everything that they need. And we pray against the spirit of heaviness and we put on the garment of praise and we know that you're going to come through for us because you're just that good. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Closing remarks, guys. Anything? Come on, give them five seconds of encouragement. Go to counseling. Don't be afraid to go to counseling. There you go. Surround yourself around people who love you, for real, for real. Good one, good one.
Love everybody. Love everybody. Sure. Y'all know what it is. It's Freedom Talk Podcast. We're praying for you. We're in this thing with you together. We're out. Peace, y'all. Suzanne.